You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treder and Lindsay Adams-Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm, American Girl Dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special guests each week as we become American Girl Women. On this episode of American Girl Women, we are joined by Danny Costaner. Originally from Buffalo, Danny moved to New York City with big dreams as she studied at FIT. After starting her career in fashion, Danny is currently working in marketing at Amica, everyone's favorite hair care brand. Growing up, Danny had quite the extensive AG collection that we'll hear all about today with dolls from each walk of AG life, historic, girl of the year, and girl of today. She has meticulously kept this collection in pristine condition and has recently unearthed it all, so her memories are fresh. Now let's hear all about it. Danny, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We're so excited to chat with you today. So excited. We can't wait to hear all about this pristine collection. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Danny, now let's let's get into it. What is your earliest memory with American Girl? I'm thinking like vividly I remember looking through the catalogs, but I also wonder like how I got them. If I didn't have a doll yet, like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, the doll or the catalog. <laughs> so either like randomly getting a catalog to the mail or maybe one of my friends had one. I honestly can't remember, but vividly, I just remember those catalogs being my Bible. Now, Danny, you have an older sister. Was she into it as well? Did you learn it through her? Or were she you was not. To introduce it? My sister was not into it. My sister's four years older than me. And I actually asked my mom about that as we were going through the collection. And she said she just wasn't into it. And she was so happy that I was. This is shocking to me. Like, how does one be a child with a sister that's into American Girl dolls and not just like even have a curiosity? She's four years older than me. So I don't know if like, it seems like young to her, you know, she was like probably so cool being like, I don't know, like 11 or 12 um, when I got my first dolls. Maybe she thought she was like too old for it. But, like I definitely was still not too old for it at that age. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've, we've talked about, we've talked about that a little bit, like as we've had different conversations about like the ages people were like sort of when they stopped playing with American girl and I know I definitely was like walking a fine line into middle, <laughs> into middle school with my American Girl collection. Yeah, I was actually looking at that because when I was trying to like jog my memory of everything, um, I was looking at my girl, my doll, Lindsay, which I'm sure we'll get more into it. And um, she is from 2001. She's the last doll I ever got. And I was 10. So my you know, the obsession probably ended like around like 10, 11 years old because she's the, she was the last one to join the fan. So I guess actually that is a nice segue into like, tell us a little bit about the circumstances that you got your first doll or all three of your dolls under. Cause I think like the first one is always like a big deal, but then I feel like 
when you have more than one, sometimes it can be a little foggy about how the other ones came into your collection. So what was getting that first doll like and who was your first doll? My first doll, I actually have her with me. It was one that looked just like me. So brown hair, brown eyes. I probably got her for Hanukkah, either Hanukkah or my birthday, but I think like we usually make a bigger deal about Hanukkah and my family with like big gifts than we do birthdays. So I'm going to assume that all three of them are Hanukkah girlies. Danny, real quick, what was her name? Did you call her Danny as well? I don't know if I called her anything, actually. That's a great question. I don't know what her name was. (laughs) I don't remember I don't think I would have like called her any like had like a specific name like maybe when I was playing with different people she like maybe had different identities I really can't remember that's a great question okay so we'll just call her girl of today or yeah or whatever it would be I can't imagine I called her my own name because I don't like attention (laughs) so I don't know it's funny because like I was kind of obsessed with like names when I was a kid and I had a girl of today and I don't think that she had a name either and it's just so weird that like we both had like these nameless identityless dolls (laughs) like we just didn't care to give them a name yeah I really like don't think she had one it kind of like reminds me of when people like name their cars and like it's just like an inanimate object like it doesn't need a name so maybe I felt that way about my doll when I was home for Thanksgiving, I found a book that was created by American Girl. That's kind of like a diary that you keep that you fill in with like your favorite TV shows or mm. your you know, favorite classes. And one was a section of favorite names, I guess names that you would name your doll or your future kids. And the names I chose were just atrocious. I won't repeat them here in case they're anyone's actual names, but <laughs> it was definitely, definitely an interesting time for me. I feel like being into names, like not to go on like a whole side tangent here, but being into like names and writing names, like in a little journal was such a like late nineties, early two thousands, like time killer for people in our generation. Like I remember writing just like a page of future baby names I liked. And I will say mine because none of them were bad. They were just like kind of over the top. Like (laughs) Anastasia was one that I I liked. <laughs> that is definitely on my it. baby names. Not <laughs> one of the atrocious names. Anastasia <laughs> was so up there. As well as like all of uh, the royal Anastasia's sisters' names, like Tatiana, that was definitely on there. Um, really into the Russian royal family growing up, as Laura knows. Yeah, anything, anything that was going to be like really extra or over the top, like Alexandria or like Juliana but with like a G would have been like in my in my (laughs) list of names like these super hyper feminine names and like there must have been something to that where like I don't know like maybe we were all playing mash a lot and like that was a component to it but like the fact that your American girl like journal book had a section for favorite names just tells you everything you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) really all right Danny who else do you have who is your next doll okay the next one I got was Kit I got her like right when she came out I was trying to think of like what drew me to Kit and I think she was the first doll with short hair Mm -hmm. do I think I had short hair I don't know I certainly didn't have blonde straight hair because I have curly brown hair 
But I think I just thought she was beautiful and I love her outfit um, that she came with, like that pleated, like floral skirt with the lavender sweater set. She was just like a beautiful girl. Like that's all I can say about her. Like she's, she's gorgeous. Doesn't she also have like little freckles painted on her nose? Oh, she sure does have freckles. And I am also a freckly girl. So um, I think that she was just gorgeous. I think like when Kit came out, she was kind of a game changer for a lot of people because I know a lot of my friends had Kit as well because she kind of was bringing something different to the table than the other Mm. dolls. She like had more of a modern outfit. Um, She had more of a modern hairstyle. I think that that appealed to a lot of people. And I think that like she had kind of like little cute furniture options too, if you were into that. So like Molly had those things too, but Molly wasn't, I don't know. She wasn't doing as much for me as like, Kit yeah, <laughs> Kit is, Kit is fashion. Kit is elegance. And I think you're right. I think like all the other dolls seemed so much more historical, like their outfits, like everything was so much more like old timey and Kit, I believe is a 1930s girl. Um, mm-hmm. So she's definitely still, you know, back there in history, but her outfit and her whole just look and aesthetic felt a little bit more today than the other historical dolls, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, her clothes still hold up today. So were you not into the other historic dolls at all? Thought some of them were gorgeous, but I couldn't have them all, you know? (laughs) My family really prioritized um, accessories and clothing and furniture and all that above spending money on more dolls. So did I want Samantha more than anything in the world? Of course I did. (laughs) However, the doll that looks just like me is Samantha just in different clothes. Like she is Samantha. She's brown hair, brown eyes. Like it's the exact same doll. Mm. So my mom would not give me Samantha. She's like, once you change her clothes, you won't know which one is which. They're literally the same thing. So I was really upset to not have Samantha. The other historical girls that I was into, but that I did not have, Hostafina, gorgeous model. Love her. Mm. And I also thought Felicity was beautiful with that red hair. Yeah, I didn't have any of the or other historical dolls. We really invested heavily in the wardrobe and accessories. That's for sure. Danny sent us her collection when she went through it. And it is truly uh, a collection to be jealous of. It is enviable. so expensive. So enviable. I, hadn't, I don't think I truly realized until you sent us that picture that like I did something wrong when I was (laughs) collecting American Girl because I collected way too many dolls and not enough accessories and I was just like looking at all your stuff and I was like I could have prioritized having so many more options and outfits for my dolls instead of just having tons of dolls with one outfit I I really feel like you converted me and I wish I could turn back time and prioritize the outfits instead my mom and I make fun of her to this day she always says like those clothes are such nice quality like even like today we talked about it like she would go crazy and it's like I definitely was not deprived of anything growing up but I had a lot of friends who had a lot more than I did like juicy couture tracksuits like all these things like you would want when you were like that age um and like so many clothes they could like go to concerts and do whatever and I was always like so envious of them but then like I would look at my American Girl collection and be like my mom spent so much money on this like I can even imagine 
But really, she always says the clothes are such good quality. They were worth the investment as if they could be like hand-me-downs for generations <laughs> to come. Like, I'm like, who cares about the quality? Like I was playing with them for like three years. But even today, when we were going through it a couple of weeks ago, she was like, these clothes are made better than some of my clothes. So she invested in quality. Your mm-hmm. mom is literally talking about these clothes as if they're like a quilted black Chanel like yes. cha- chain purse. Like like they're going to last a lifetime <laughs> through generations. She, she is. And <laughs> um, she has everything packed up in the basement so perfectly, like separated into like closets. Um, everything is just so beautifully packed. And she wanted to save it all. She never wanted to sell it or give it away. She's like, someone's going to play with this. So we kept it, kept it, kept it. And now she has a granddaughter, my my niece, Eve. And when she was born, we were like, someone's going to play with the American Girl dolls. (laughs) Like she was so excited um, to have this granddaughter. So we had someone to play. I mean, I was excited too, because I can't wait until she's old enough to play with them. But like everything, you know, her hard work is paying off of the perfectly organized bins that are in our basement and these dolls are in pristine condition oh eve doesn't know what's coming to her do you actually she has no idea do you want to share what happened to eve last night yes so (laughs) well actually like to rewind yeah to rewind a little bit like when i was younger we were obviously super into the dolls i never had a bitty baby but i have some younger cousins um one of them is six years younger than me one of them is nine years younger than me two girls and for each of them i think when they were around like three years old they got a bitty baby and it was like we were so excited like my mom was like yes we gotta like keep this up in the family gave a bitty baby to my brother-in-law's niece when she was younger And then also when Eve was born, we were like, I can't wait to give her a bitty baby. So obviously like it's Hanukkah. So we were thinking like a few months ago, we're like, okay, is it time? Like, is she old enough? She's two and a half, like maybe a little young, but none of us wanted to wait for her birthday selfishly because we wanted to play with it. So there was actually a little bit of family drama about who the bitty baby was going to be from. (laughs) like as if she knows as if she cares she is two and a half but like I always want to be the one to give her stuff so for the first night of Hanukkah Eve got a bitty baby that is from me and my grandma so her great grandma yeah so um she was so excited it's so cute I'm having more fun than she is with it so so far but it's funny we were talking about the naming it's like right after she opened it my sister's like we have a very important question what's her name but Eve's two and a half, she has no idea. So she started just like naming like a baby that she knows. Like we have a friend with a baby. So she's like named like her baby's name. We're like trying to give her suggestions, but I don't think she understands like naming something. So she could also have a nameless baby, just like I have a nameless doll. I had a nameless bitty baby as well. It like didn't occur to me that I could name her when I got her when I was four. I think mine was nameless too. I'm going to have to ask my mom. Um, I'm going to ask her about the girl of today and the bitty baby because now I'm curious. But I I don't know if mine was genderless, but we did talk to someone you also know, Danny Tasha, in one of our earlier episodes. And she mentioned that she, her baby was definitely a boy. She referred to him as he several times. And I enjoyed that so much. I thought that was very wholesome because like we didn't even prompt her for that. She was just like, yeah, he was like the one that I got when I was like this age. It was so it was just so cute. Like I, I love that she like remembered his his gender and everything. 
That is hilarious. I love that. I think that's so cute. Eve's baby is definitely a girl. Mm. She is a girly girl through and through. When she was born, I said, we're not getting any bows in her hair. She's not wearing like anything fluffy pink. Like I wanted to dress her like me in like black, gray, Zara, (laughs) everything. Um, But on her own, she has become the girliest little girl. So that baby is definitely a girl. I think it's important to note that Eve and the Biddy baby do bear a striking resemblance to each other. <laughs> they do. My beautiful little niece. She's two and a half. She just started getting hair like maybe a year ago, but it's like really coming in now. But what I've loved is that she just looks like a big baby because she was bald. So I, like, I just think of her as like a big baby. Like I see other kids her age, like pictures of them, like they have long hair and I'm like, wow, they're growing up so fast they look like real like little kids but Eve is just a gigantic baby doll and she looks exactly like her baby Danny you have one more doll that you haven't yet discussed tell us about Lindsay yes so (laughs) Lindsay of course I had to get her because she was the Jewish doll and we are Jewish my family did Lindsay come out before Rebecca yeah I think Rebecca is like very recent not very recent but like after our tenure with American Girl. Rebecca came out right as I was starting to be phased out of American Girl. And I remember her seeing her in the catalog and being like really bitter because like I really wanted her, but I was like 11 and that was too old to play with American Girl dolls. And I already had five American Girl dolls, the Biddy Twins and a Biddy Baby. <laughs> so <laughs> oh my God. there was no way. <laughs> Lindsay is like a modern girl like she has a laptop case with a little computer inside of it with little discs like little cds that you can pop in and out she had a laptop I believe um a skateboard or scooter she she has a helmet on on. she has a helmet (laughs) on I think it was a scooter um that scooter in your collection yeah I'm pretty sure it was a scooter and I also had a razor scooter and I wonder if we got them (laughs) I wonder if I got that scooter the same Hanukkah that I got Lindsay um and she had a dog what so I was yeah and her shirt says dogs on it just says dogs <laughs> yeah the shirt that Lindsay came to my home in says dogs so I think I was dogs. probably also really into her Judaism and her love of dogs was she really uh, into animal rescue was that her story yeah I think it was something like that she was into the animals but I liked her shirt that just says dogs But Lindsay had, um, you know, she was cute. She also had short hair, brown hair, brown eyes. But she was, yeah, she was my last girly. She was the last one to join the fam. I probably didn't play with her much. I bet that if she wasn't Jewish, I probably would have been done with the dolls. But, like, we love to support when people, like, release, you know, things like that. Yeah, I think she came out in 2001, so I was 10 years old. So I don't know how much I really played with her. But I definitely had all the accessories. (laughs) So she went out with a bang. I love did that. She, I could, did she have any like Hanukkah or like Judaica centric accessories? I'm just curious. So I do have a Hanukkah outfit and I have a teeny little menorah with the teeniest candles you've ever seen. I should have brought them out for tonight. Um, but I can't remember if they came with Lindsay or if it was like a separate Hanukkah situation that I had previously. There were also miniature wrapped gifts that were really cute that came with it and little chocolate gelt. Um, so it was a whole Hanukkah shebang, but I really, I can't remember if it was specifically for Lindsay or not. 
Wait, wow. Lin- Lindsay, I just want to point out because I did pull her up. I needed a little refresher. She has a little uh, dachshund, like wiener dog, like kind of like Jerry. I think she was one of the very first, if not the first, girl of the year. Mm-hmm. I think so, I- too. Yeah. I wish I wish I was still interested in the dolls at this point. I feel very like I think you're still interested in the dolls. <laughs> yeah, right. There was like a 20 year lapse where I wasn't collecting them, but <laughs> I mean, her name is Lindsay, spelled the exact same way that mine is, which is rare mm-hmm. and Jewish. I think she. I think part of her storyline was also her uh, preparing for her bat mitzvah. It was her brother's bar mitzvah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I think it, she was supporting her brother. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Story. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great story. And I also looked up, I think that she was born in 1991. I'm pretty oh. sure I saw that in my research. And so was I. So we were really just in like the same walk of life, except I don't have a brother who was preparing for a bar mitzvah. But I do <laughs> love dogs. This is making me want to delve a little more into like the girls of the year um and see like which ones they like have had because I think they after like Lindsay they did have one for every year um because I got a girl of the year for one of my dolls her name was Kaylee and her whole story was like she cared about the environment Mm -hmm. and she had a boogie board and a wetsuit and she had two little blonde braids that like came down in the front um so it'd be interesting to see like what they're doing for the for the girl of the year now. Um, but I'm sure they've like done it every single year. All right, Danny, let's talk about the catalog. What was your experience with reading it? Were you super into it? Were you just waiting by the mailbox each quarter for this, you know, moment of joy to come through? And tell us about some of the items that you most coveted. Um, cover to cover, like loved the catalog. I think that, I mean, also just back in those days, like catalogs were so fun, like getting catalogs in the mail from like different stores. Uh, so like, it was just catalog. such like a thing, like the Delia's catalog, like that's just one that I remember, <laughs> but the American girl catalog, when, I, when that came, it was the best day. I don't know who was more excited, me or my mom. <laughs> um, but I definitely would take like little like post-its and like put, you know, flags like on what I wanted, which was just about everything. Um, but I loved it. We like loved to see what was new, make a little Hanukkah list or a little birthday list, depending when it was. Um, but yeah, it was so exciting to receive that catalog. All right. So Danny, was there a specific item or selection of items um, that you really wanted for any of your dolls that you coveted from the catalog, but never got to own? My mom was just so obsessed that there, I wasn't you know, wanting for much. These girls had everything their hearts desired. <laughs> I think that I obviously, as I said, really wanted Samantha. I think other than that, maybe just some of the big like accessory items. I had three closets. One of them was custom. So I had a lot of that. I also had beds. I had everything. But I think there was always just something new to want, like a new bed, a new closet, a new big ticket item that just felt silly because I had a duplicate. But I couldn't justify that as a child to myself. Mm-hmm. But my mom in her head was thinking, wow, she doesn't need four closets. <laughs> and one of them custom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I die over that. But the clothes were probably so meticulously hung, I feel like. 
They still are. And <laughs> my custom closet. So when I was a you know, child in my, my childhood bedroom, when I was really young, it was a white, white everything, white walls, but there were these blue and green tulips like on the walls and also on my comforter. So my mom had a doll closet custom painted white with the exact same tulips on it. So this closet matched my room perfectly. So I had that closet and then I had a couple of the like American Girl brand closets as well. Wow. Danny, please find a picture of this. Oh, I will. I have one. It is so good. And it made my mom so happy even when we pulled it back out a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's very satisfying to have all that stuff organized, like in a very like neat little closet scenario. Um, but I have a very important question, which is, did each of your dolls have their own bed? I'm not sure. I had a trundle bed. Okay, so, so at least that's two definitely, of them. <laughs> that's definitely a, a two sleeper. And then I can't remember if I had another one. It's possible. But maybe some of them shared. I don't know. Those beds are quite large. Like maybe how you have like sleepovers, at least in the movies. I never did this. Like one person's head was at one end of the bed and, you know, they switched. Like your head is at someone's feet. So maybe I did that with the dolls so they could fit three of them in two beds. Now, when you say you had a trundle bed, did you have Kit's trundle bed? Oh, I don't know. Was it specific to Kit? Well, I don't, I'm sure that they had like a couple different trundle beds because I, I remember there being like a more modern one too, that was just like white or something, but Kit famously had a trundle bed that was like green. Um, I don't know how I would describe it, like metal iron, um, and it had like a little trundle part that you could pull out of it too. No. So I just, I looked up the evidence because I took so many photos and my mom and I went through this and I had, it's like a periwinkle light blue bed with mm. some sort of like a pink plaid comforter. Gotcha. So a more modern twist yeah. on the trundle. It was a modern take. And and like you're saying, like that kid had her own trundle bed. That's what I'm talking about when I wanted like crazy things I had no need for. I was probably <laughs> like, mom, I got this doll. I need her specific $200 trundle bed, even though I already had a different one. <laughs> so Danny, as we looked at your collection, things were a bit more modern. Like you had the cheerleader outfit, violin, the laptop, also the scuba set and, you know, swimming attire, were these activities that you were into yourself or like, how did you choose these items? I have no idea why I have the scuba set. I am <laughs> not into that. I'm into going to the beach, but just to lay there, not to like dive. Um, I would say <laughs> that I did a lot of different activities as a child and didn't stick with any of them. So this was really a walk down memory lane going through all this. Yes. I did some cheerleading for a little bit. I did some, I did violin. I did ice skating. So some of them were absolutely from like walks of life and activities I was into, but things like the scuba set, I have no idea. I probably thought the bathing suit was cute or my mom liked it because the towel was good quality. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, some of it has to be like aspirational, you know? Yeah. Like maybe <laughs> one day I will um, like snorkel or dive, whatever she was doing. <laughs> Were your friends also into American Girl growing up? Not really that I can remember. Like, I think that 
my really good friends that I'm still friends with now, I don't think that they had dolls. And if they did, it was maybe one. Nobody had a collection like I did. I had a couple friends who had them, but I really think that my friends would come over to play with my American Girl dolls. Like, I don't think a lot of them had many of their own, but definitely not as large of a collection as I had. I would have been like zooming to your house to play with your collection at that age. Like, you would have been like a high priority uh sleepover because (laughs) of all the stuff because we used to like I don't know if like this is also how it was for you Lindsay but like we used to like bring our dolls to like play dates or sleepovers with like every item that we owned and then just like switch them and whatnot like and try on all the different outfits and like do their hair and like maybe like I would play with like my friend's Felicity and like she would play with my Josefina or something like that um so we were like really pooling all of our clothes into one pile but in hindsight I'm like what if they accidentally took something that belonged to me and I never got it back (laughs) the thought of that is stressing me out I don't think I would have been allowed to bring like things over to someone's house maybe like one outfit or maybe one doll and like one extra change of clothes yeah I feel like because they were such a high price point like I remember wanting to bring them places and my mom being like we're not bringing that to to this place because she didn't want me to like lose or damage it and when you have three of them that's a pretty big investment so I can see why your mom didn't want you like (laughs) cross-pollinating she's a wise woman (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I actually am more in line with Danny. Like my friends had American Girl dolls, but we weren't necessarily like playing with them together. Like I don't remember ever bringing my Felicity anywhere other than like to Williamsburg, Virginia for all the photo ops. Like (laughs) I don't think I like brought them to my friend's house. I don't think it was like a damage thing. But speaking of damage, Danny, you sent one of your dolls to the hospital. Which one was it and under what circumstances? Okay, it was my doll that looked like me. And we think there was something wrong with her hair. Like, I don't remember what it is. If she had like a big knot in her hair, something happened. But my whole family is 99% sure it was a hair injury. (laughs) So you had the hospital gown, you got the balloon, all of it. The whole thing. Yeah, that was a big moment. I really feel like they need to do better education surrounding like what not what to do and what not to do with the hair because it's a very delicate balance with the hair like you you can't really just be doing anything you want with it because it will get like very matted over time I had the brush I had Mm -hmm. everything I did everything right I would say and if I didn't my mom certainly did so I don't really know what went wrong here the self-restraint and control for someone that owned Kirsten is beyond a level I could have handled at age <laughs> seven. <laughs> right, exactly. Because that's what they, they need to put a disclaimer, which is that like, do not take the hair out of its original form. It will never go back to the way that it was. Like once it's out, like that is a Pandora's box that you can't close again. Truly. <laughs> <Really? laughs> so, Danny, one of one of the accessories that you had was this full hair kit for your doll that had like these rollers, the clips, the scrunchies, all of it. Do you think you got that before she went to the hospital or after? <laughs> that's a great question but honestly like I don't know what I did with that stuff like I don't have many memories of playing with those things like obviously her hair is not gonna go to rollers like I probably played with it um but like it's not gonna do anything 
I, that is a great question. I would guess that I had it before, but do you think that was the cause of her, her hair injury? I mean, it could have. Could very well be. Just the fact that those accessories exist is dangerous for the American Girl doll's hair. Like you should not, I had that hair kit too, and we bought it specifically because my Josefina doll's hair had taken a turn for the worse. And I think my mom thought like maybe like the brush. And I think Danny, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there like a little spray bottle yes. that went with it? And then like the rollers had like a little piece of like uh, tissue paper that would like go in the roller. Like if you were going to put the hair in rollers and the, all these things, plus like the wire brush just made my doll's hair worse personally. Um, I don't think that you should be messing with the hair at all, but this, this hair kit was pretty, pretty extensive and the, and the rollers were really just for show. I feel like. Well, now I'm wondering like, was this all a scam? Did they sell us this hair kit <laughs> to mess up their hair to, so that we had to pay to send them to the hospital? You might be onto something. Well, and it's kind of like dark because I'm pretty sure when you like send your doll to the hospital for a hair related injury what they do is just replace the entire head <laughs> what I think, so they I, must. Think, I think that's what they do because I don't really think that the hair is something you can come back from <laughs> oh my god you just rocked my world <laughs> you know what you're probably right it's so sad though because I'm holding my doll right now and touching her beautiful shiny hair and like this isn't the doll I got it's not her original head. It's not her original head. But maybe that's why she's so beautiful. I bet I knew that as a child, that it was in her original head. There's probably some sort of, like, a mark on her. You know, they don't st- – well, the other girls are pristine. I'm not sure. I think you could definitely, like, get a new wig for it and, like, have someone doctor it up in that way. But I think the ease of just switching out the head for, like, a time management situation is so much more optimal um but I feel like if I sent my doll to the hospital I definitely would have been like making a little mark on it just to see like if if it was the same one that's so sad but it makes total and complete sense it's like my biggest deterrent from sending my doll to the hospital to fix her hair was that they were going to remove the head and I like couldn't fully wrap my head around the fact that like I was going to send the doll away and have to wait for her to come Mm -hmm. back like that was mind-blowing like do you remember how long you had to wait for her I was just trying to think about that I don't remember how long it was but I believe it felt like an eternity yeah I'm sure I don't think it's a fast process I think it takes a while for them to get back to you probably like weeks it's also interesting that for like a hair related injury, they still say hospital. Like they could just say salon or like you're sending her to like the hairstylist and maybe she comes back with like some fun like outfit or whatever that's like not hospital related. But like mm. I think there's some like disconnect too with like a medical procedure of the hospital when her ailment is her hair. Well, to be fair, Lindsay, she did get a new head. She had a head transplant. Yeah, I don't think that the hairstyles can decapitate her and put her new head on her. So she probably went through more than we thought. So that hospital gown and get well soon balloon were very warranted after what she went through. I do think that they maybe missed an opportunity, though, to like upsell where they could have been like, oh, send your doll to the doll salon and you can pick of like a a menu of like 10 styles for like an extra mm-hmm. 20 bucks and they would do the style in her hair yes. she would come back with like a blowout 
<laughs> she'd come back with a staircase braid. <laughs> I think oh that they God. do that though at the store, right? There's like a doll salon. Yes, yes, they do, which honestly sounds so fun. I would love to like just take a little peek at the doll salon and see what's going on in there. So, Danny, what was your uh, favorite outfit for your dolls? If you had one that was specific for one of them, or maybe you had a favorite outfit for each, but I know you had a lot of outfits. So which was your favorite? I did have a lot of outfits. I would say my favorite and truly the most iconic was the year 2000 New Year's outfit. Ooh. Um, it was beautiful, like metallic purple and blue knit top and skirt. She also had a 2000 headband um, and a beautiful bag as well. So I think that was, it's honestly beautiful. And as my mom would say, very high quality. (laughs) It's a gorgeous outfit. And I just love like year 2000. It just sounds so cool and retro at this moment. And I'm pretty sure only the doll that looked just like me wore it. I think she was the one who really had so many outfit changes. The others I probably kept them very true to character, but I would say maybe my friends wanted to switch things up a little bit, but that was my favorite outfit. And I think when I went through them also, I love the bomber jacket. I don't remember ever buying that, but (laughs) it is so cute and I would wear it today. Danny, did you have any of the clothes that you could wear as well? I had one dress. It was a blue floral dress. Um, I think I got it for some sort of occasion I must have bought it for like to wear to a wedding or a bar mitzvah or something um but I just had the one we weren't super into that did your doll have it as well yes my doll had it as well who did you give it to okay I know where <laughs> I have the the doll dress but I said to my mom where is the the kid dress where did that go and we don't know yeah. either I gave it to someone as a hand-me-down but we really should have held on to it Were you buying clothes for your doll or were you being gifted clothes for your dolls that were like specific to each doll themselves? Or was it just like an outfit that they all could wear? It was probably an outfit that they could all wear, but I really don't remember changing clothes that much on Kit and definitely not on Lindsay because I don't think I really played with her much. I got her so close to the end of my, my American girl tenure, but the girl that looks like me she was getting her outfit changed all the time was she your favorite I think (laughs) it's so hard like right now like I'm holding her um I think she was my favorite because again of like the fashion like just inherently like I didn't think Kit was like a modern girl so Kit was dressed differently than the one that looks just like me so I think I was probably the most attached to her but I think that it's such like a different like feeling having one of the historical dolls. So Kit was just beauty and glamour. Um, but the one that looked just like me, I would say is probably my favorite. Sounds yeah. like she, she got a lot of opportunities. <laughs> she did. She had way more clothes than I ever had. The shoe collection was out of control. Oh my God. Um, you had like two dozen shoes. At least. How did the dolls work to bring you closer to the women in your life? It seemed like your mom was really into it. Your sister wasn't as much, but like, what was that dynamic like with you and your mom and AG? I think it was something so special with my mom, as much as I joke about how she would like go crazy and buy everything. So it was good quality. She really did love it. And I think I loved loving something that she was super into. I think sometimes, especially 
now kind of seeing the other side of it a little bit with my niece and nephew there's so many things that kids want that you're like really you don't need that or that's so silly you're gonna not want that so soon so I think it is really fun it was really fun for us that she was just as into it as I was and she would get so excited about shopping for the dolls and gifting me things um so it definitely was a bonding experience for us and then also, like I said earlier, like gifting them to my little cousins and having that to connect with when they got their bitty babies, but also when they got American Girl dolls later in life and now they're adults and now being so excited with my niece to be able to, you know, gift her bitty baby for Hanukkah this year and then in a few years have her start playing with my dolls and, you know, eventually getting her her own. I think it is just something that's super fun for my family that has been really exciting to kind of pass down um, to different generations. For a lot of us, like this was something like very special to share with moms. And I feel like it was just as fun for moms as it was for kids. A hundred percent. She was (laughs) obsessed. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is really special. And I think doing like like reading the books I wasn't like super into the books but I had a few of them and just kind of having different experiences and learning but also playing and being creative I think it is a really cute hobby and you know fun thing to be into so you kind of touched on it a little bit Danny but what is the lasting impression that AG left on you I think I mean, really, like what I just said, I think it was just something that brings back the best memories for me, Um, something I was so excited about and passionate about and really like brought me the most joy was, you know, playing with my man girl dolls and getting all the new clothes and picking things out and playing with my friends. And I think it is just something that's so cool that still exists and is something that people from so many different walks of life can relate to being obsessed with American girl dolls like it had this hold on us that we can't explain. Um, So I think it is really just fun to have these memories. And it's something that, you know, going through all of my old stuff, going through all the bins brought me back to such a fun, carefree place where it was, okay, what's she going to wear today? Is she going ice skating or is she going scuba diving? And just being able to be like creative with my friends. Now, like all these kids are playing video games and, you know, doing all these crazy things when they're eight, nine, 10 years old when we were playing with our dolls. And it's just crazy to see how different things are and how it's just a simple, a simple little joy for us. But something that definitely sticks with people forever and something so many people can relate to loving and, um, you know, keeping up with as they get older and passing it along to younger people. Yeah, I definitely agree that it, it almost feels like timeless, right? Like it's something that has lasted, what was this, the 35th anniversary of American Girl this year? Like for something to remain extremely popular for 35 years and sort of like transcend or like be able to adapt to like technology changes and all that stuff and like still have young girls be interested in it today or young boys or young children, whoever, um, I think is really significant um, that they were able to stick around for this long and um, hopefully for many more years too, because I definitely want my nieces and nephews and kids to play with them. Now we're going to play a little game of word association to test your memory on how well you remember the friends and family of our historic girls in the AG world. So we are doing the originals here. Felicity, Kirsten, Addie, Josefina, Samantha, and Molly. Sorry, Kit is not on this list. 
I'm going to read some names to you and you have three seconds to match them up to their historic dolls. And this is going to be totally rapid fire. And if you don't know which doll it is, just say skip. And we're going to do the best that we can. Uncle Guard. Skip. Annabelle Cole. Addie. Auntie Lula. Felicity. Emily Bennett. Samantha. Mariana. Molly. Miss Manderley. Addie. Singing Bird. Josefina. Grand Mary. Kirsten. Harriet Davis. Addie. Agatha. Molly. Jiggy Nye. Felicity. Harasita. Josefina. Gladys Guilford. Samantha. Lars Larson. Kirsten. Marta. Addie. Mrs. Ford. Samantha. Allison Hargate. Kirsten. Magdalena. Addie. All right, Danny, you got you got four right. I guessed you, all of them. Every single one. I had no idea. You got the important ones right. How many <laughs> questions were there? There were 18. <laughs> But you didn't get Grand Mary, which is usually the one that everybody gets. Who is that? That's Samantha's grandmother. That's what she calls her grandmother. I didn't have Samantha. I, was I know. So loud. But you were obsessed with Samantha. Her aesthetics. <laughs> I think Grand Mary is like the most important person on this list. What and I got it wrong. You? What did I you say? Got it wrong. We'll have to go back, but. Grand Mary, right. Grand Mary and Jiggy Nye are the most important people. Who's Jiggy Nye? <laughs> He's the villain of Felicity's story. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. I did? Yeah, I think she did. I completely guessed. I skipped one and then I was like, I'm just going to try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have another game for us, Danny. This is a little bit more brief and it's very subjective. However, there are right and wrong answers. Um, so you did give me your favorite celebrity and that was Paris Hilton. And we would like to know what American Girl doll Paris Hilton would have if she had one. Paris Hilton would definitely be a Samantha girl. A hundred percent. Ultimate class wealth. She is everything for Paris Hilton. I can't think of anyone else that she would have. There is only one right answer actually to this one, and it is Samantha. So yeah. I'm glad that you got it right. There's so much overlap, I feel like, in their in their lifestyles and upbringing. Yes. Very aspirational. She would also have one that looks like her. Mm. which right yes. now would actually be kit with the hairstyle that's very um, true yeah maybe i'll put the 2000s new year's outfit on kit and she'll look like paris hilton i love that well danny thank you so much for joining today this was so fun and before you go please tell us where everyone could find you after this yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. I post maybe twice a year. It is Dcost. So you can follow me there if you want some content. Twice a year. <laughs> it's worth it. Turn those post notifications off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to American Girl Women. For more AG Women content, follow us on IG at American Girl Women or send us your American Girl stories via American Girl Women at gmail.com. We might just read them on the pod. If you like this podcast, tell your friends and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.